You're listening to the Late Night Thoughts Podcast. The most stimulating hour of your night. Oh! Hosted by the man himself, a.k.a. Broadfit. Some of you might be offended. Well, we're counting on it. Hey. How you doing? Live from Belmar, New Jersey. Broadcasting around the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is there a problem? Huh? You want to go? You want to go? Buckle up for the most unfiltered, raw interviews and never-before-heard behind-the-scenes stories. Get the fuck out of here! What are you waiting for? Three, three, two, two, one, one. Welcome back, everybody. So I have a special guest today. I have Jordan. Hello, my friends. AKA Goldilocks. <laughs> so tell tell me how you got that name again, because we just talked about it, and I thought it was kind of hilarious. So usually this mane is actually gold. Um, and before, when I first put the blonde, the blonde hair in, it was, I forget who even called me it. Someone just said, oh, hey, Goldilocks, and it kind of just stuck with me. I was like, Damn. oh, okay, that's that's kind of cute. I like that. That has a little ring to it. Damn. So ever since then, All right, just so stuck with it. For those of you that don't know, my nickname on Instagram and what everybody calls me is Broadfit. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, um, I think I had a gallon like jug of water, and my history teacher used to make fun of me. She was like the worst lady, but she was funny. Uh-huh. And... Uh, she was like, what's up, Broadbent? Broadfit? I'm like, Broadfit, I like that. Okay, all right. stuck with me ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. What's your Instagram? Slaughter Fitness with three S's at the end. It's going to be right down below. Make sure you guys click on it and stalk her page. Stalk it. Stalk her entire world. Go ahead. She also does her own podcast, so I deeply, yes. deeply tell you guys to follow her podcast. And she has very interesting topics on there, not only for women, but mm-hmm. also... It's diverse. It's yeah. for everybody. Male, female, exactly. of course. Hit those men. Yeah. Hit them. <laughs> hit them hard. No, but yeah, I do like to I do like to try to cover everyone. Like my 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 first person to go to is women. I connect with women more. I'm a woman. Of so like immediately connect with that, but I still try to look at the I try to look at the bigger picture. Like you guys are important too. Of course. We're those feelings matter too. We're important. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it depends. Depends on what mood we're in. Yeah, it's really true. All right, so basically I asked you guys on Instagram about some questions, some scenarios, and I told you guys to DM me and I will answer them truthfully and honestly. And my last podcast was with my friend Hanifa, and we touched up on interracial dating. And obviously I have a lot of experience in that because I've dated outside my race for about 10 years. Hmm. And there's been some ups and downs. And there's been, like, scenarios I think that some people haven't dealt with. And Jordan was kind enough to tag along and say, you know what, I'm going to give you a girl's point of view about the interracial dating scene. So I'm going to jump into these questions, and we're going to try to answer them as honestly as possible. Ooh, honest as possible. There we go. There we go. Damn, I stutter sometimes. You're making me nervous, Jordan. I have that. So, dear Mr. Broadfit, I am dating a girl that still wears her ex's sweatshirt. What would you do in this type of situation? How would you approach it? So, I had the same situation. It wasn't a sweatshirt. It was a fucking ring. Ooh. I had an ex. Ooh. Yeah. So, I had an ex that we were dating. I really liked this girl. And 
I really didn't pay attention to the rings on her finger. I'm not, I, I just don't pay attention yeah. to jewelry like that because I'm not a creep looking at women <laughs> saying, no, do you have a ring on? But she had this huge ring. And I remember I was at like Ocean City, Maryland. I was mm-hmm. at Secrets and there was a group of girls and the one girl's like, oh, are you with somebody? I said, yeah, that's my girlfriend over there. And she goes, oh my God, I was just talking to her. She goes, she didn't tell me she was married. I'm like, uh, we're not married. I said, we're, <laughs> I said, we're just seeing each other. She goes, well, did you give her that big diamond ring on her finger? I'm like, no, I did not. I said, no, it is not that serious. And I kind of approached it a type of way. I said, why do you still wear, you know, your ex's engagement ring? She goes, well, it was my ring. I deserved it. And I like to wear it with me. And it bothered me at first. And then I tried taking consideration that maybe, you know. So was it a more, it was more of an accessory for her than anything? That's how she That's how she said it to me. Okay. Because I said to her, I was like, well, we, you holding on to that ring makes me feel like you're holding on to maybe marrying him still. Yeah. I said, is that the case? And she goes, no, that's not the case at all. Like, I want to be with you. Like, I just, you know, it makes me look bougie. I don't care. I'm like, okay, cool. I said, as long as you're going to be like somewhat honest with me, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. But, and I've also had people <laughs> that. I've had girls that have had sweatshirts from exes and stuff. Honestly, ladies, I know you guys love stealing clothes, and you don't like giving them up because, uh, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Would I have a problem with it? I would until it's actually discussed in a proper way. If she doesn't want to discuss it and she gets, like, overly mm-hmm. aggressive or upset mm-hmm. about it, she has an emotional attachment to that mm. person still. So you might want to get out of that situation, bud. I think definitely from a female's point of view and usually ladies we are a little bit more emotional times than men um i think if like you said if you have an open honest conversation with them about it and like you said for your example if it's for if that was for it uh just they just wanted that item they just wanted to have it yeah then that's one thing and also she had that clear communication with you so that is good and like you said if she seems like uh, I still want it, like, seems, like, over overstressed about it, like, really wanting it, really craving it, it's just weird about it. Yeah. Then that might be a red flag. Or it's another thing if, like, she's like, I've never washed this. I love the smell of it. It smells like uh-huh. him. All right, maybe you should get out of that situation because <laughs> she, when she's upset, she probably goes to that <laughs> and says, oh, my God, I miss him. Hmm. Next question, everybody. I think that first one was a pretty good, slightly difficult one. It's probably going to get harder, but we'll, we'll see. see. Mm-hmm. So if you're dating somebody, this is the next question we have. If you're dating somebody, should you discuss how many people you have been with? And what do you do if the other person refuses to answer? Holy shit, Jordan, answer this first. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're all grown-ups at this point. Of course. If... Your partner wants to know the answer, and you you want to give it to them. Then that's fine. Do what do what you feel comfortable with. I think that. Oh, I think that it's so. It hard really just <laughs> it depends on the scenario because there's so many different scenarios. If your partner's coming to you though, and they're like, "How many bodies do you have?" in a kind of an insecure way, yeah. then I'd feel kind of like uh, a little bit like I'm not gonna lie, a little bit turned off, like. Be secure in your relationship, but if you're if you're open to telling them your bodies, then it's okay. We're all adults here. Again, like I said, you shouldn't. If you feel ashamed of it, you shouldn't feel ashamed of it. Hmm. So I think I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna approach this one way. Um, I don't care, yeah. honestly. Like in all honesty, I'm going to tell you whatever. Yeah. 
because if that's like the breaking point or that's like you're out, mm-hmm. then fucking leave. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I do think there's a double standard that people need to realize with, you know, uh, females is that I believe guys can say they've slept with over 100 girls. And then they're like, all right, babe, like how many yep. have you slept with? And she'll be like, I've only been with like five. Mm-hmm. And then they slut shame them mm. and say, five? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, that's a double standard yeah. right there. Yeah. I saw the skit that was that way one time where the guy's like, I've been with like 70 girls. How many have you been with, babe? I've been like with six. And he's like, are you kidding me? Mm. I loved you. I was going to put a ring on that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that really is yeah. the truth, though. It's yeah, a very big like double sometimes. standard mm-hmm. that people need to get away yeah, from. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We need to be respectful. Even yeah. though we're alpha males, we got to understand that. On both ends. Yeah, we got to yeah. understand at the end of the day, like, I guess being alpha, like, guys guys in general want to brag about it. Hmm. And then some females are just kind of ashamed about it because sometimes, you know, like you said, emotional. Hmm. You might have let your emotional guard down with somebody and, like, you're just not proud of it. You've hmm. done it a few times with people and... It's kind of emotional thinking that, you know, somebody had you that didn't deserve you. Mm, mm. So you got to take it with consideration that if your girlfriend doesn't want to talk about it, you got to respect it. Mm -hmm. Now, is it is that something to get mad over and basically not be with her or anything like that? It's just me personally. We're moving forward. Our relationship, everything's good with us. I honestly don't want to talk about anything from our past that's going to destroy us. Mm -hmm. If it's something you truly need to know that I feel is fair, then sure. Honest communication. But honestly, I, I just think, because at the end of the day, you could be lying about it. Like, you could be lying about it. So it's like, do I really want to end this relationship? Do I really want to ruin how perfect we are? You know, everything's so smooth. And then I put that insecurity in my head, like, oh, my hmm. God, she's done this, she's done that. Like, I don't want to do that to myself, especially if we're good. Like, we're good, we're good. Yeah. I'm all right with it. Yeah. Next question. Here we that go. was a little difficult, but Here it's we okay. Go. Uh, number three. Dear Mr. Broadfit, how do you feel <laughs> when girls don't post their man? Or they do the basic stuff where they're out to dinner and they'll take a picture of like the bottom half of the guy or like their hand or the or the food that's across <laughs> from them. How do I feel about this? Now I touched up on this in the last podcast. I dated a girl that did that to me she didn't post you at all or she just this is the same girl with the diamond ring oh my (laughs) there is so much more oh my yeah she was actually on a dating show too it's hilarious yeah it just aired like last month anyway moving back um (laughs) she so so me Mm -hmm. i because i do photography video stuff like I love posting whoever I'm with. Like, if we're boyfriend and girlfriend and, like, we really care about each yeah. other, oh, my God, I want everybody to fucking know. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better at not letting people know only because I've realized that people are fucking homewreckers. Mm. And I realized that the more I would share, the more I would share my lifestyle or, yeah. like, whoever I was with, and we would put up cute-ass shit. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, like, insta-famous shit. Mm. And, like, it got to the point where I was, like, somebody could really flip some shit around on me. It actually happened, like, not too long ago where someone made some shit up about me that wasn't true. And hmm. the girl went with it and believed the other girl. Hmm. So I believe that, like, when you're established and you guys have a clear understanding, 
like you've been together a year, some change, maybe longer. Yeah, you should have like those pictures up. I can't stand it when Valentine's Day comes and I see like flowers, vase, all this shit. But no person Lamborghini. No person behind it. Or I see that person for that whole entire twenty four hours and Mm. then never seen again. They take it down, they archive it on Instagram. I'm like, damn. I definitely see both sides of it because you started kind of touching on it when you said people will be homework wreckers. People will see your happiness and just try to take that away from you just because they don't have it themselves. Um, so I definitely see I, if you're not posting your significant other because of, of negative reasons, like maybe you, you want to be available for someone else. Like you're simply not posting them for that. Pretty much. Like if you're doing that, that's not okay. Maybe tell your significant other that you, that, that, that you're not feeling as strong as them and you're going to do that because you want to be in an open relationship or something like that. If, uh, on the other hand, because I also see the privacy side, if you're simply just not a person who doesn't post too much, or you're simply a person who just likes keeping yourself to yourself and of just course. like, you know, you don't want people knowing every single thing about you, um, then I definitely see, I, I don't I don't get the people who like uh, just show the hand and yeah. stuff like that. If you're yeah, not yeah. going to show the person, just don't show the person. But um, if, if you just want to live a private life, then that's that's your business. Yeah, so... So like I definitely I, see both sides. I used definitely. to be I used to be one way about it because my feelings were hurt from mm. somebody I was with. Um, I liked taking pictures. And it wasn't even that. It wasn't even about posting pictures. It was like when we were out to dinner and we were on vacation, like, take pictures of us. Yeah. Like, I was taking more pictures than anything. Mm. And, like, she really... She had no pictures in her phone of us. Like, yeah. She might have had one or two pictures of me. But yeah. It just was like, all right, so what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, you have a dude or, like... Or you just don't want to share me. Like, hmm. there's so many things that goes through a guy's head yeah. with insecurities. Like, yeah. why, why aren't you showing me? Why aren't we doing yeah. this? Yeah, I definitely, and yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I know there was a point in time where I was posting my significant other over and over and over again, and I was not receiving that same thing in return. So I was like, are you just out here? Like, you're just making me look like this person who's just going to keep posting you, and you're not going to do it. So I stopped doing it. I'm not going to give out the energy that I don't receive. And now, listen, I will be fair with every female that's on Instagram right now, I get, you know, the motivational speeches, the women empowerment. I get the pictures that you guys take, that you spend hours doing your hair, your makeup. I get all the effort that goes into these pictures. And you guys want to be liked. You want to be loved. Now, I understand that if you post, and this happens all the time when, like, a famous Instagram model posts her boyfriend for the first time, they lose like a hundred thousand fucking followers overnight. It's such a weird concept, but I understand in the sense like you want to live that whole fashion life, the whole I'm living my best life. That's cool. Mm. I can see, you know, how you don't want to put somebody else in there because you want to be the likes of this and that. Mm. It comes a point in time where I think you've been together long enough that people will know you're together from being out, doing yeah. this, doing that, etc. But I don't like the whole hiding shit. Yeah, no, definitely not for that. If it's if you're looking, there's a difference between privacy and hiding. If you're hiding a person, that's also like disrespectful to them. Like at least tell them that's what you're doing before you start doing that. I want someone to know I'm with a bad bitch. Like mm. I'm, <laughs> like I'm being straight up. Like the last girl that drove me crazy, uh-huh. I wanted the world to know. I wanted to make billboards. Like yeah, but I'm just that type of person. And I started seeing it from her side after a while. But I still felt some type of way because like was she more the privacy side or was she was she, the... she was so private. Okay, she All was right. so private. Yeah. But like when we were together, like yeah. we were together. But it just like to me, I was like, you could fall off the face of the earth right now. Huh? I won't know shit. Hmm. 
Hmm. You could be seeing whoever right now. I don't know shit. Yeah. Like, there's another point where, like, you could literally move on to the next dude the very next day. Mm. He don't know shit. Mm-hmm. We don't know shit. Like, nothing. Nobody yeah. knows anything. Yeah. I just hate that aspect mm. of it. <sighs> but that, I think that's why I haven't been letting a lot of people know my next move. Because I kind of want to keep people in suspense with certain stuff. Okay. That's okay. But moving on to the next question. Here we go. That was number three. <sighs> so, double standards on texting. So, this scenario is basically... And I have to relate to this because I've found that guys will get so much shit. God damn it. <laughs> I started like, I was like, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, right. Guys <laughs> will get so much shit when they do not text first. Or like literally you could go a few days and you could be busy, whatever, and you don't text. And you do not hear from your girlfriend, wife, whatever. Oh, can't be wife, girlfriend. Mm. And like... I, there's just double standards on that. And then, like, if a female does it, she goes, well, you didn't text me. You didn't do this. I'm like, yo, chill. Yeah. We need to be fair with this. But yeah. I think double texting with standards is a very big issue. Hmm. I've dealt with that a lot of times. And that wasn't, like, relationships. That was just, like, dating. Like, yeah, yeah. Seeing someone for, like, a couple weeks, trying to feel it out and see how things are going. And, like, two days. When I used to work, like, 16-hour shifts, mm-hmm. I would wake up. I would literally work all day. And then i go right home to bed and mm-hmm. do it all over again for like five six days straight so like i would text them when i had yeah. free time but yeah. like there are some times like when i'm working all day i just want to kind of like see mm-hmm. a text message mm-hmm. from somebody i really yeah. care about yeah. i would and not nothing? get anything no i would not get anything do you so how do you feel being a, a i just al- i always just feel like you need to give out the energy that you're receiving and what you just like if you're if you're expecting something of someone and they're not giving it to you, then that's a conflict. Um, and I just feel like if that's what you want, why are you treating that person that same way? So just any double standard situation for me is if you're trying to be serious with someone, if you're just trying to fuck around with someone, excuse me, if you're just trying to, <laughs> it's okay. if you're just we'll, trying to, we'll mute that. <laughs> yes. okay. if you're just trying to mess around with someone, just be open and honest and if just be equal, no matter what type of, of situationship course. you're in, just try to be equal with your with your other person of course but i've i've found that people don't like being honest anymore yeah that me it's just like i think i'm too honest with people Mm. and they use it against me Mm -hmm. so like sometimes i have to be like should i give out this information right now like because honestly i keep fucking myself over because i'll tell you my dirt i'll tell you like honestly like i've learned my lessons from lying in the past Mm mm-hmm I've realized, especially with interracial dating, yeah. lying to a black woman will, will get, get you fucked up. up. <laughs> it will get you, will get you up. so fucked up. <laughs> and I'm telling you, they will never forgive you. And they will bring it up in every fight. <laughs> I have learned Maybe my lesson Maybe every from other. That. Maybe every other. <laughs> I have learned my lessons so many times to the point where now I literally just admit to things. Even, even when I'm not wrong, hmm. I'll admit to them and be like, listen, I'm wrong for this. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm mm. sorry. Like, I was going to tell you. You said even if you're not wrong, you'll still just say you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm always the person that does not want to fight. Yeah. And somehow I end up fighting, like, left and right. And I'm uh-huh. just like, oh, my God. Why? Why does this always have to be me? <laughs> so we're going to go on to the next question. I think these are getting better, better, better. <sighs> so, Jordan. Yes. Um, scenario here. Me and you have okay. been dating mm-hmm. consecutively for about three dates. 
before I have you come over, like a couple hours before, because I know it takes, it might take you a while to get ready. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just say, you know what, Jordan? I really don't want you wearing makeup when you come over. Let's just bum it. Let's just wear a t-shirt, <laughs> sweatpants. Let's just watch The Notebook. Uh-huh. Oh. Empire. I don't know. We'll watch whatever. Sounds good. And we'll drink some wine. Uh-huh. I like the big t-shirt look. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything to your hair. Mm-hmm. Would you be offended if I told you not to wear makeup? <laughs> this is so hard. <laughs> this is such a difficult I don't, question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the type of person I am, if you told me not to wear makeup, I'd honestly be like, oh, okay, because I'm not a makeup-y type person as you, you know, you know, I'm not a makeup-y type person. Yeah. But if, yeah, if you're telling me just not, don't put on anything, I'd honestly be fine with that. I'd be like, okay, all right, Damn. let's do it. Let's do it. But I know there are some situations where if you tell the, uh, the wrong woman that, yeah. she'll be like, what? What? Yes. So why I brought up that scenario was deeply because I had a girl that slept over on the second date. Things were going great. Mm -hmm. She obviously washed her face before bed. Mm -hmm. She wore my T-shirt. Everything was cool. Like, everything's cool. And then just next time around, I said, hey, like, don't wear any makeup. And she fucking flipped shit. She got so upset because why don't you wear me makeup? I'd feel uncomfortable. I'm like, you slept over my house with no makeup on. Mm, yeah. I'm like, why are you upset now? I said, we're just staying in my place. She got really offended by it. Said she was very self-conscious about her skin, mm. how she had little blemishes. And it was nothing that was going to scare me away because I've already seen it. But I just wanted to know kind of the opinion on that because yeah. I thought maybe I was like being a gentleman by saying yeah, like, yeah. don't spend it, like it an definitely hour depends, doing makeup. Yeah, it definitely depends on how you approach that. Like if someone's just saying no, like no makeup, like you're, you you should be a girl without makeup, like then there's, that's a different, that's a different topic. But <sighs> if you're saying like show your, like show your true beauty, then I would, um, I would appreciate that as a female. I, I've been yelled at multiple times actually because <sighs> interracial dating I love black woman's skin. It's just very beautiful. Mm. It always glows. I hate when female... It's like... It's a work of art already. So why paint over it even more? Like, it's mm. just... That's the way I feel. And I dated a dark-skinned girl. She was, I think, Haitian. And um, she had just such a beautiful glow. Like, it was just... It was amazing. Like, when we hung out, just hanging out at my house, mm-hmm. it's like a totally different person. And then, like, when we go out she had like your skin complexion Mm -hmm. with all the makeup on Mm. and i was like you're a totally different person i said Mm. why are you trying to be like these barbie chicks on instagram that have like the perky lips and shit i said your lips are fine everything's good like why do you put this yeah she goes this is where i feel most comfortable i'm like you should feel comfortable with your natural beauty Mm. i Mm. said like you're gonna attract people that want that makeup on you and you're not going to be happy the rest of your life because mm. you've got to constantly live up to that standard. Someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I can definitely, I can definitely agree on that point. If you're coming from it in that, in that point, then yeah. Yeah. I'm the all natural type person. I like the all natural look. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, listen, we go out to dinner, obviously wear the dress that you, mm. that you bought from pr- pretty little thing or some <laughs> shit or wherever, wherever, <laughs> wherever it is, fashion Nova. Wow. I don't really care. <laughs> You can wear the heels, all the makeup. Uh-huh. When we go out to dinner, that's fine. But, like, when you come back home, it's that big T-shirt again. And mm, that's the look. That's the look. <laughs> yeah, like. Fresh nah, face and no foundation. This is exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You can put on the silk robe. I don't care. <sighs> Dear Mr. Broadfit, how do I tell a guy that I'm just interested in the D without causing any issues? Tell him straight 
Oh. Jordan. <laughs> Tell him straight up. Cause yeah, this one definitely this one definitely is one that I will immediately jump to. If you're if that's what you if that's what you want, if that's your intent, then don't lead someone on for if they want a relationship, if that's what they're looking for, don't lead someone on for something else. If your intention of course. is just to get the date, say that. Be loud and proud about it. So I don't know if I mentioned this in my last podcast, but I had a situation like this that uh-huh. lasted like six months. Really? Yes. Like and that's all. That's all so, she wanted. Uh-huh. Uh, this it's, it was kind of weird. So I knew this girl from the nightclub industry. Mm-hmm. I ended up having like a house party. This is like six, seven years ago. I had a house party here. Okay. Like kegs everywhere. Uh-huh. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> but literally, we we're having a party, and this these two girls come that I don't know. And they're walking on my stairs. I'm like, yo, I know this girl from the nightclub. We start talking. We hit it off. Um, get her number. Hang out the next week. We hit it off. And then we practically were dating. We are sleeping with each other. Mm-hmm. But just connected very quickly. I noticed that every time she came over. So I worked at the prisons at the time. So I was working 3 to 11. Okay. So I would get home at like 12, 15 on the dot. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember at lunchtime, it was like 6 p.m. I would literally get a text from this girl, and she goes, hey, like, I miss you. Like, let me come over when you're done. I'm yeah. like, all right, clockwork. She'd be here on time, <laughs> every time. <laughs> and literally, like, we'd hang out for, like, three, four hours. And then all of a sudden, she'd be like, babe, like, I got work tomorrow morning. Um, I live all the way up here. I might as well just drive back to my house because then I'm only 10 minutes from my job. So I was like, all right, cool. And she would leave every time. And this happened. She was seeing me for like three times a week, maybe more. Like we were hanging out doing this, but like uh-huh. she literally was leaving. So she didn't every, tell you. So she, she would just leave all the time. And like I always was like trying to respect her work. Yeah. And then the girl that was actually at the party with her got into a fight with her. And she hit me up and she goes, yo, you're seeing so-and-so, right? I said, yeah. This is why people are homewreckers. <laughs> She goes, do you know that she has a boyfriend of, like, six years that she lives with? What? I said, what? So, comes to find out, her boyfriend worked 11 to 7. So, <laughs> so, when I would go to work 3 to 11, uh-huh. she was with him. Uh-huh. And then when he, would, when he would go to work for 11 to 7, she would be at my house by 12, 15, She'd be out by 4 a.m. Uh-huh. He'd be back by 7 a.m. She'd be in the bed like she never left. Wow. That happened for like six months. <laughs> and I have never felt so dumb because she fed me a lot of shit, man. Yeah, so this isn't even just not not telling you straight up about... She fed me everything. Wow. And another scenario that was in the last podcast was I was seeing another girl for a few months. I didn't talk to her because we got into an argument. And it was the same thing. I only got limited time from her because she was a nurse Hmm. and i'm like all right so you're a nurse you got responsibilities cool yeah so she would always come leave come leave and it was getting very serious she was buying me shit she was telling me she loved me and she Mm. wanted to spend the rest of my life with me got into a fight over something that was stupid i didn't even i was like why are you fighting with me she goes i just need time don't talk (laughs) don't talk to her for two weeks Uh she forgets that we're friends on facebook and then I see 154 photos uploaded from a wedding, and it's her wedding. And she got married. That just escalated <laughs> and there was like so a, fast. There, and literally, I texted her, and I said, you got fucking married? She uh-huh. goes, well, 
Yeah. What? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Whoa, what? <laughs> and she literally played the game that hard, and she was reckless. I cannot believe. She said it with a straight face. Yeah, I got, I got married. I'm like, so that fight we got into, you really wanted to fight with me about because you knew you were getting married yeah. soon. <laughs> so. Right in the nick of time, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I always have a, I always have a very bad time with females. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I'm too gullible. These stories, Brandon, we're going to have to talk about this. I, I know. I'm sorry. We're going to have to talk about this. I was this. trying to tell you I was like the perfect <laughs> dude, but I was like, damn, we're going to have to talk about this on podcast. We're going to have to talk about this. <sighs> anyway, so before we end this whole, if she's interested in the D, I do yeah. notice a lot of times that the same scenario where girls will come over four or five hours they come over looking their best, like, oh, my God, I miss you. Mm. And then they either go back to the normal life with their girlfriends or they go back to their man. Mm. It's just the way of life in this generation. It's awful. Yeah. And it's misleading. But I definitely think just like you said, misleading. So, like, definitely just tell the person straight up if that's what you want. If that's what true. you want and that's okay. If that's what both of you want, then that's okay because you also have to consent to it as well kind of worry about people's feelings yeah like that's that's just <laughs> and, th and again going back to the <laughs> double standard thing if that was a man doing it to a woman we'd be freaking out yes so it just it just goes both ways it goes both ways it has to go <sighs> both ways at a certain point well, this has been our first segment we will be back in just a moment to finish the other questions because they're gonna get juicier trust me love it be right back Hey, welcome back, everybody. So, right before we left, we were actually talking about how do you let a man know if you just want the D? And obviously, tell them straight up. Jordan told me, tell, tell them, them straight, straight up. up. So, the next question was, what are the signs to look for when your significant other is cheating? Wow. <sighs> I guess I'll answer. I because was about to say, do you want to, this is a big boy. I have so. Boy. So, as we mentioned before, the whole not posting photos thing that can be easily explained sometimes, but then it can also just be very shady and to the point where, like, they do have another dude on the side. Mm. It's happened to me multiple times. I don't know why. I don't know. I do so many nice things for people, and they do this to me. But getting back to it, um, the little signs here that you'll see is, and this is primarily what guys do, but mm. I have seen females do this, mm. is the phone upside down. Mm. The phone is such upside a small down. Thing, but such a big thing. The phone is upside down. And then the infamous, you know, you're watching a movie and you hear the mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, and it's the vibrations and they don't want to pick it up. Mm, they do not want to pick over. it up. And honestly, it's either or it just says, babe, why aren't you picking up? You can pick it up. And like you're just thinking in your head, you're like, holy shit. It's like a 50 50 chance. Mm. This could be my side chick or side dude. And I'm literally going to reveal them right now. And obviously you have their full name on there and you have a picture of them probably. So it's going to make it even fucking worse. Um, but yes, that is a clear indication. Um, also, you know, whether you live together or not, if you're not living together, if you see that they are not making time for you anymore or you continuously try to make plans and they keep making plans with their, you know, guy friends, girlfriends, and they just seem to not invite you out anymore. Mm. That's another clear indication. Mm. And then also when you start asking little questions here and there and they become overly aggressive or yeah. emotional about it, yeah. 
that shit is yeah. like ridiculous. And there's also the standard where, you know, they always say that a cheater is very insecure. Hmm. So if they are cheating, they're going to start projecting their guilt onto you, exactly. which means, and I, I can 50, 50 agree with this only hmm. because there are men out there that are insecure if guys are throwing, you know, DMs at their girls, you know, this, that, it's all about the way you respond as a female or a male to that person. Because mm -hmm. honestly, I can't control what anybody says to me. Mm -hmm. I can't control if people like my stuff. The only thing I can control is, you know, how faithful I am to us and, you know, a clear thank you or something like that. No conversation, really. That's staying within the relationship. That's fine. But... See, there's like so much stuff when it comes to like cheating and stuff. That you honestly just took like a lot of the things right out of my mouth. I can definitely say the last thing that just was on my mind was definitely the projecting. When they're the just projecting. constantly saying, "Oh no, you must be doing this. You must be going out and seeing other person," and you're not. Yeah. Usually, most of the time, they are, and because they're insecure about it, they know they're eventually going to get caught up, whether it be with you or whether it be with karma. They're eventually going to get caught up. So they'll start projecting those insecurities knowing that they're doing that on you. It's true. And I've actually had that thrown back in my face before. The most recent relationship. I I was a bit insecure and it was only because... Now there's a way of making me insecure. It's when communication's not there. Mm. So when you get done work and like you call me every night yeah when you get done work and we talk about our day yeah. you know one or two days when we don't do it that's yeah. fine but when you don't answer at all for like two days and then you text me in the morning and say i fell asleep and i'm like what fucking seven o'clock at night the fuck mm. you mean you fell asleep? <laughs> and again i dated a girl the same exact girl where if I texted her and she did fall asleep mm -hmm. when she woke up to go to the bathroom, she would literally text yeah. me and say, I'm sorry, babe, yeah. like this, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She was reassuring me like, yo, yeah. like there ain't no yeah. shit happening. Yeah. But guys, that's a big word. That's reassurance a big word. is a very big thing. Yeah. And that's all I really want. It's like, and sometimes I even find myself, I'm weird. I always ask, even when the signs are so clear, I'll be like, do you like me still? Like, <laughs> and I'm that person, uh -huh. like, because I always, me, like, I don't know if it's because I'm a Libra, like, I'm the person, I'm the person that's always courteous to, like, who I'm with. Yeah. Like, are you okay? Do you need this? Yeah. You know, do you want food? Do you want this? Yeah. Like, I'm always courteous of everyone before myself. Hmm. And me, personally, I think that I become insecure just when I feel like I'm being done dirty. Like, something is just not right, mm. or you have that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it could be absolutely nothing but it's just the, it's the energy that you're getting put off. Like you're put on the back burner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't like that feeling. So mm -hmm. the projecting of like you're doing this, you're doing that. It can go one or two ways, honestly. And that's why I can't be totally one way with this because honestly, there's just some things that like when communication's not there, you get a little insecure about yeah. your relationship. Yeah. And some people that don't have communication that well, they're just too lax, too laid back. It makes things stressful. Hmm. But I, I think the whole projecting thing is the biggest that thing is, is because yeah. when people have a lot of guilt, they start bringing it upon you and they start making it your problem. Yeah. So you could be doing nothing and all of a sudden you're sniffing others just getting so aggressive. They're mm -hmm. just asking all these questions. Mm -hmm. Or it's just like a simple, like I obviously 
if I'm with somebody that's very attractive and we're walking, someone's looking, someone makes a comment, um, I don't take offense to that because, you know, I can't. That person next to you is gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. And at the end of the day, I'm with them. Like, as long as you don't disrespect them, we can keep it moving. That's fine. Yeah. Don't say some reckless shit. Yeah. And even, and I've had guys that have said reckless shit, not reckless stuff, but just said, damn, baby, come over here. I'm like, nah, she's good, man. Yeah. I've had dudes that were like literally 10 times my size. Like, yo, I'm sorry, man. I had no idea. Mm. And I'm like, no, you're cool, dude. I'm like looking up on like this. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely can say like those actions that you said in the beginning, like not taking them out with your friend or like if that's you in that position, not going out with their friends, not going to events with them, not wanting to bring them places, not wanting to bring them around your parents, family and stuff like that. Then those are definitely major signs that something could potentially be going on. It's very true. Yeah. And it's a shame that there's so many different things in this generation of people of cheating and, you know, there's everything could be completely fine. And some people's way of staying completely fine is cheating here and there Mm. or, Mm. you know, sleeping with an ex and they don't think it's cheating because you've already slept with them. And that makes no fucking sense to me in my eyes. But some people believe in that like they they believe in keeping a healthy functional relationship mm. is by having that little i mean i i guess in a cheating sense people think it's just an arousement of just like i shouldn't be doing this mm. and it's just like just not an excitement that and some people want that excitement yeah. which which if you do then you should just be a big boy or big girl enough to just get out of that though. get out of the relationship yeah. but yeah. what people fail to realize is that People want to have their cake and eat it too. Mm. And that's the biggest thing you have to realize is you got a bad bitch. Mm. I mean, she walks everywhere, but she's in love with you. Mm -hmm. She only wants you. She doesn't pay no mind to any other dude. Mm -hmm. You got a bad chick with you. That's Mm -hmm. just bottom line. And people have temptation around them all the time. You know, things get hard in a relationship where you're doing serious stuff. You know, you guys aren't sleeping together as much as you used to. Things are kind of dying down. But your connection is still there, but some guys want to venture out, at least from what I've seen and from what, I mean, temptations in everybody. I've had temptation, you mm-hmm. know, Instagram fucking ruins everybody's life. Mm-hmm. But Social again, media, yes, again, people gas you, they'll fill your head up, they'll say things to you. And there's also, there's also those people, you know, you and your significant other, bottom line is you're going to go through the worst sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, there's good and bad with any relationship. Mm-hmm. And you guys got to work through that and communicate with each other because it's building you stronger and stronger. It's the foundation to what you guys are. But you go on Instagram and, you know, this Instagram chick that's been liking your pictures, been gassing your head for the last six months, Mm. it's the easiest way out. Mm. You know that you hang out with her, you're probably going to smash. She's probably going to tell you, I'll be the best side chick you'll ever have. Literally, when your girlfriend does not want to give you head, I'll give you head Mm. all the time. I'll never stress you out. I'll make sure that I'm always a good time. And every time, you know, you're going through some shit with her, I won't give you any shit for it. Mm. Those are what you call professional side chicks. (laughs) And you got to watch out for them because they're everywhere. And honestly, sometimes they are really loyal side (laughs) chicks. But I will tell you right now is that they're going to be the biggest homewreckers in the long run. Because if they catch any feelings for you or anything, hmm. I mean, I, I literally know, I literally know a girl that has been a professional side check for four and a half years with the same dude. She refuses to cheat on her side. He had, he's married with kids. Uh-huh. 
she, the side, the side. The, no, no, no. <laughs> she <laughs> okay. is the side chick. Okay. She is with a married man that has kids married. Okay. And, you know, he pays her bills here and there. Uh-huh. But, like, he's not really doing much for her. He yeah. just comes over when he feels like it. Yeah. You know, she gets the D, he gets mm. the P, and then that's pretty much it. But, like, four four years and some change of doing that, yeah. I'm just like, I could no. that's no. insane to think about. Mm. That's insane. That's professional side chick status. To each their own. <sighs> Man. To each their own. God, it's a great time we live in. <laughs> uh, so... Dear Mr. Broadfit, because you're so experienced in interracial dating, can you tell me the difference between a real sexual attraction and a sexual fetish? I didn't even think about this question until you first first mentioned it. And I was like, huh, that is interesting that someone could take that that, that way. So the only reason why I have experience in this is that I am, I am all the time called the freak-ass white boy. That just likes black women. Mm. So when I was dating, when I was on dating apps, it was always the most common questions. I'd either be asked through like the messaging app, texting, or like on the first date. And these questions were, am I your first black girl? The second question was, have you ever brought a black girl home to your mother? The third one is, how do you feel about having mixed children? Those three questions always haunted me on every date I was ever on hmm. until I really started asking, like I, I asked them honestly, it was like, it wasn't a big deal to me, but yeah. then I finally wanted to know why this was such a common thing. And finally a girl that I was seeing said, well, you know, you're a handsome Italian guy. And it just, it just kind of is weird when like you guys interracial date because we can't articulate if this is a sexual fetish or a deep attraction to you know african women black women alone like we don't know hmm. so like we have to ask because some guys have a to-do list yeah. on their bucket list yeah. of sleeping with a black girl yeah and i literally was stunned because i'm thinking in my head i'm like okay so you're thinking that i'm trying to get one under my belt like this is my first time i'm like this isn't my first time <laughs> <laughs> but again i i saw so after that point of hearing something like that, I started articulating, arti- I keep saying articulating, I started understanding in my head mm-hmm. that, okay, so you're on the fence side because I don't look like the typical white guy that would be interracial dating. And I get that all the time. I literally have walked around with a microphone asking people, what, what ethnicity would I date? And all of them would say white women, and it was not the case at all. I guess I put off that certain type of look. But again, it's the... And I've had someone say to me before, you're not in love with me. You just have a fetish for me. Hmm. And it offended me so much because I was like, I don't understand what you mean by fetish. I'm talking about having children with you. Hmm. Like, I I can tell you right now, if it's a fetish, I'm not going to introduce you to my family. And I'm also not going to talk about our future having kids. Definitely as an African-American woman, I can definitely speak on just like... There's been just uh, going back in generations and generations and generations. I can definitely understand the women who do come to you with those questions, coming to you with those questions. Of course. Just because of the past with it. Like what we used to, this is going back, and I don't want to go off topic, but this is going back to just slavery time. We used to be, you know, um, the the slave owner's mistress. That yes. We would just bear their kids, you know. So I definitely understand. And of this course. is obviously two different, way too different 
way two different scenarios. <laughs> this is two different scenarios. Two for different sure. scenarios. But, but again, this is but all this, about yeah, learning. This is why this is why the questions get brought up because of the past generational trauma and the past history with it. Um, so I can definitely understand those questions, but I also can understand your dilemma and being like, no, this is just what I like. Like yeah. I like what I like, and this is it. You wouldn't ask someone who is. You wouldn't ask a. I, most of the time, you don't get a white person asking a black person, why are you dating that person? Sometimes yeah. you do. But, you know, more of the times I can understand from you being a white male going after African-American women or yeah. just any, any. It's, it's any, always any, I'm the freak yeah. ass white guy. It's <laughs> always just looking for a black girl. It's all it always comes down to. Yeah. I can definitely understand your dilemma, though, in just of getting course. asked those questions. I definitely I, I see both sides. Yeah. But again, it, it gets flipped around on me sometimes where. Sometimes women are just looking to get that under the belt. They've yeah. never been with a white guy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so I've asked the same. Again. I've asked the same thing, and yeah. honestly, I've caught some of them where I'm like, "Nah, I'm not gonna be your first dude. Like, yeah. come on, get out of here." But again, it's it's something that I feel is a very big thing with interracial dating, where I've been asked it so many times, and it's gotten to the point where. I understand what you're saying. Like you don't, yeah. you don't want to like you know go on a date with me, and I'm just not going to call you again, or this mm. just isn't anything serious. If I'm going on a date with you, and like I said, it's everything's good, and we continue doing stuff. Like I, I don't want to like fake a, like a relationship. I don't want to fake anything. Yeah. Because honestly, my time is just so precious, yeah. and I don't want to waste it just by doing weird shit like that. Like that's to me, it's just, I never thought about it until someone said it Hmm. and I'm like, all right, so I get it. You think that I'm just looking for a good time, Hmm. which isn't the case, Hmm. but yes, this also happened in my past relationship. (laughs) This past relationship taught me so much. Oh my God. A lot of lessons. Yeah. Lessons. I think the way it went, I told her I loved her culture. Mm-hmm. And she was African, and like mm-hmm. I love African culture. I'm going to Africa for like, I think October. I'm going for six weeks to okay. Africa. That's dope. I think it's South Africa. Really? Um, but like I love learning different cultures. Mm-hmm. And like me, I just I know my own culture, but like I like learning different cultures because it's something I've never learned. Yeah. So like I'm always open to different religions. I'm always open to different languages. Yeah. Anything that people are willing to teach me. Mm-hmm humbly like you mm-hmm. know yeah, some people some yeah. people don't want to yeah. teach me certain shit because huh. they don't feel I deserve to be taught it mm. I've had that happen in the past I don't know why mm. but again cultures opening yeah. up to different yeah. cultures where yeah. I like I remember saying there I said I love your culture like you know obviously if I'm telling you we're gonna have kids mm. I love your culture because my kids are gonna be part yeah. of that culture yeah. you know what I mean you have to know and the, that's why yeah, I want to learn yeah I mean if Honestly, like, whatever language, I mean, most, I believe they speak Creole, French, like, there's so many different languages in Africa, Mm -hmm. and I want my kids to learn, like, multiple different languages, Mm. because I just think that's pretty sick, because it's hard for me to know I'm one language, which is my own, (laughs) but... You don't know any other right now? I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Okay. Like, I just went to DR, and I I held up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did really well, so... (laughs) But I'm still learning. Always. But again, going back to it, uh, the whole fetish thing, I get highly offended by it because Mm. I don't ever want somebody to think, like, I'm only with you because you possess one thing. Like, I'm with you for you. It's it's not because, you know, I have a sexual fetish or a fetish that I can't get away from. Like, I have a preference for sure. Like... 
do you think preference. it would be beneficial to like at, say straight off the bat to them like yeah. and but the thing is like i'm thinking in my head like you shouldn't have to do that yeah but with what you're doing right now the like the reactions that you've already gotten from it do you think it would be beneficial in dating like to just be like straight up like i'm into black women i'm into i'm into you i'm into everything you have to offer not just you as a not just you as a i've like, done that yeah and people have gotten offended really uh, it's just huh i don't know I've also been the type like I'm the one I'm I compliment so much. It's like overbearing, but mm. like obviously if I have a preference. I see so much beauty in a different culture mm -hmm. that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. I like talking about it. So like <laughs> me, like I always it's the hair, the skin, yeah. the nails, like yeah. I, I don't know, it's like anything that you possess, like mm. I like complimenting. Mm. And sometimes I over compliment to a point where it doesn't seem genuine. Mm. And I had to realize that the hard way where like I would just compliment so much on some of the similar things. Yeah. And it just came off like I was just saying that because just I was just saying. Yeah, so yeah. like I had to kind of pull back and just think, all right, if I really care about somebody. I got to stop saying how much I care about them because mm. it's kind of throwing them off. Mm. And it's not giving them anything to lead towards, you know yeah. what I mean? To look forward towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Uh, I'm still learning, everybody. Don't Lessons. worry. I'm still learning. <laughs> oh, God. What is the worst dating experience you've ever had? Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Dating app experience. Dating app experience. Oh, uh, I can't speak much on this, to be honest. I don't Jordan, I know. Yeah. Jordan's so perfect in so many ways. I try. <laughs> that's, why there's, that's why there's this big, big gap between us. <laughs> I try. This very, it's not because of COVID. Even, no, no. I didn't even, you know. <laughs> it's not because of COVID. I just, I don't want to be too close to her. You mm -hmm. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm obviously. By all these other stories, I'm definitely intrigued by I've, this one. And I'll I, try to think of something. I've, I've dated on Tinder and I've dated on Bumble. And okay. I met the girl I've been talking about for like a year on there and everything was great. There's mm -hmm. no issues mm -hmm. prior to her. Oh man. I've had so, I mean, I've had so many people message me and say like, I've, there's a lot of escorts on Tinder. Really? <laughs> and like, I'll have a great conversation and all of a sudden they're like, all right, well like I cost this much. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I just connected with this escort and we had a great conversation for the past week and now she's saying she costs like a thousand dollars. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Ah, so, um, I went on a date before. Uh -huh. I forget. It was a place up in the Northeast, Las Margaritas, right? Mm. So it was a Las Margaritas, and um, <laughs> this girl got dropped off. Very beautiful girl. Um, we hit it off, and. I don't, I don't even know why she had to leave, but like we were drinking and stuff and like, she was talking about going back to my place and I was like, Oh, like I said, maybe we should save that for next time. And, um, she got kind of offended by that. I don't mm. know why. So she went to the bathroom and, um, and she came back out and she wouldn't talk. So I was like, yo, I said, listen, like, if you want to go back to my place, watch a movie, we can do that. I said, I'm just, I'm drunk. You're mm -hmm. kind of drunk. Mm hmm. She goes, no, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I'm like, what? At the table, she says this. Yeah. So I said, listen, I said, listen, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes when I drink, maybe I come off a uh -huh. little too blunt. Uh -huh. And um, she goes, listen, like, my ride's going to be here. Like, I don't want anything to fucking Dang. do with you. 
So like I walk out with her and this dude jumps out of the car. He's like, what the fuck are you doing with my girl? And I'm like, oh my God. Why do your stories, they just oh escalate. My God. Like that's just not what I was expecting. So I'm like, and I get really aggressive. I say, you're a fucking girl. I said, I was just in there on a date with her. And mm. like, it almost escalated in the parking lot to a full on fight until I realized I'm like, this is so not worth it. Yeah, no. And literally she got in the car and she, she didn't say anything. She just stayed in the car and he just took her. I don't know if it was the baby father. Uh-huh, I don't know what the uh-huh. fuck happened. I just know this guy came off so aggressive and I'm just like, yo, there is no fucking way. <laughs> another, another dating experience. I was in Center City. I went to Alves. I don't know. It's like a Spanish place. Okay. And she wanted to go to Woody's. And Woody's is pretty cool. Like, whatever. I, I've gone there before mm. with friends. It's cool. Like, friendly people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people get weirded out because it's a gay bar. But mm. it's not all gay people there. And Thank honestly, you. you'll find, like, yeah. the hottest chicks there. Like, real chicks. <laughs> but, like, you'll find, like, the hottest girls there because... They go with the gay guys, and I'm cool with the gay community. Mm. <sighs> I'm very cool with them. They're nice to me. But anyway, so we go there, and um, it's just another situation where we're getting drunk, and uh-huh. everything's happening, and I don't know what happened. She ran off with another guy. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. It, but literally, like, and everything was going smooth. Yeah. But I just think it came down to, like, she just wanted free drinks, free food, and then I guess she met up with whoever was there, maybe her friends, or I, I assume she ran off with a guy because I saw her talking to a guy near the bathroom. I don't fucking know, but she was out, and I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, what do I keep doing wrong? This is, like, three, four months apart. I'm like, I just keep picking the ones that yeah, just... Yeah, we're going to have to talk. Yeah, we're I don't know what's talk. wrong with me. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. I've had worse. I've had worse experiences. I'm just trying to think of the best one. The Damn. best one. There's, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's going to really wow people. Mm. I really can't speak. I've never had. I've never had a bad dating app experience. Oh my god! I forgot about Uh-oh, this. Here we go. It's another girl running off with another guy. Here we go. So, I was dating this girl from Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is like the fourth date. By the first date, she was just all about me, and, like, I was all about her. It was, like, so fucking toxic. It wasn't toxic. It just was, like, made up. It was, Uh like, this will never last. (laughs) But I was, like, I'm just going to go with it. So, you know, the fourth time, there is a strip club down the street from here called Mm -hmm. Blue Turks. Now, Blue Turks is a – it's a Delaware County strip club. It's probably the most famous strip club in Delaware County because Mm -hmm. it's the only one. And people just love going there because it's just a good time. Lately, I went there like a couple months ago and they were so aggressive with me. Like the one girl walked by me and I don't I don't mean to be any type of way, but I don't like tipping white girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't I don't look at them dance. Uh-huh. So <laughs> You don't look at them dance specifically. No, I don't look at them dance. That. So the one girl came by me and she was like really fucking tall. Uh-huh. She was, Hey honey, are you gonna pay me for my dance? I said, No. She goes, did you just fucking tell me no? I said, I, I said, I just got here. I didn't see you. And, like, I didn't just get there. But, like, she – I wasn't expecting that uh-huh. response. It's usually you just say no and they just keep yeah, walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was full-on, like, aggressive. Uh-huh. And she just kept walking. And I was like, damn, dude, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and another time, 
there was a Spanish girl that came up to me, and I've seen her there before. She's always nice to me. Uh-huh. She goes, hey, do, do you want to pay me for my dance? And I was like, I just bought drinks. I said, uh, not right now. She goes, there's an ATM right next to you. Go get money. I'm like, that's oh a little. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. Not a little bit. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. Just a little. So I went to this strip club the fourth date I was with this girl and we're kind of seeing each other at this point. She's made very well aware that she likes me and we're drinking, we're doing shots. And this girl was like infamous for like taking like five, six shots. As soon as she got anywhere, she Mm. was, that's part of the reason why we didn't work out. She, she legitimately just loved drinking Mm. and I wasn't that, I'm not really that big of a drinker, but like she needed the drink all the time. So I was there chilling and my stripper came up to her and knew her. I'm like, oh, I said, that's cool. You guys know each other. That's awesome. And she said, you know who's here, right? And she goes, no. She goes, so-and-so. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Uh-huh. It was her soccer coach. And now I'm confused. <laughs> her soccer coach was there. And apparently her soccer coach from Jersey loves strippers. Uh-huh. And love. he was a sugar daddy. Uh-huh. So... Apparently, I guess when girls became of age, mm-hmm. he paid them sugar daddy shit. I don't know what the fuck he was doing with them. Oh, shit. So she looks at me and goes, babe, I'll be right back. I'm running to the bathroom. I'm like, you're not running to the fucking <laughs> bathroom. I see her from across the bar twerking on her soccer coach and doing shots with him. And then he is literally grabbing her ass, smacking it. And I'm I'm literally I'm watching, just watching this I'm happen, watching this. Like, I'm like, there is no way my uh-huh. life has gotten to this point. <laughs> and literally she's like doing that and I get up to leave. I leave her ass. Uh-huh. And she calls me, she goes, Where the fuck did you go? I said, dude, you just twerked on your coach for twenty minutes. She goes, No, I wasn't. I said, You were right across from me. What do you mean? <laughs> and then I found out she was into the heavy like sugar daddy world. Uh-huh. And it was so, so strange. And that girl was also the same girl that got so drunk. She, um, I told her I was going to the gym, right? Uh-huh. And I told her I was going to the gym. I said, hey, I'm going to the gym. My key's under the mat. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll be back in like two hours. Mm-hmm. She lives in Jersey. She would have been at my place by that time. Mm-hmm. I texted her, the key is under the mat, right? Mm-hmm. You walked up to my door, right? Mm-hmm. There's two yeah. glass things broken out. She legitimately broke them uh-huh. and broke into my place. She destroyed a lot of shit in here in my bedroom because she claimed that I was sleeping with a girl. Uh huh. I was in bed with this girl, and I'm literally, like, I have, like, 20 people that could verify I was at the gym the whole entire time. Wow. So I get home, my shit's broken open, uh-huh. and she's passed out on the couch, drunk. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is Happened going like on here? What? And I had to go to Miami with her like 24 hours later. I was so fucking mad. And, um, yeah, it didn't work out. But that, that Tinder dating experience was just awful. I, I can't find a nice girl, Jordan. I'm sorry. I know. What's happening? I don't know. What is happening? I think, and this is the biggest thing. People Uh always call me a fuck boy. I don't know why. Oh, damn. Our segment's already over. We'll be right back. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back. So before we left, I was talking about my horrible dating experiences on Tinder. Don't mind me. This is just how I live my life. 
So what is the question? Okay, so dear Mr. Broadfit, what do you do when you're giving too much and get no in nothing in return? So I think this comes into play where you're giving 80% and the person's giving you 20%. Mm. It's cute for like maybe a week, two mm -hmm. weeks. But I will know that some people have done it for months, years. And I've noticed it on the female side of things where females will just do everything for their man and they'll get nothing in return from mm. them. And females will tolerate that. Mm. And it's not that they're stupid. It's not that they can't get anybody else. They just they fall for that whole they're in love thing. Mm. And it's very sad because they're blinded by love and they don't want to start over again with somebody else. They don't want to give their energy to somebody else and it's very sad hmm. um i constantly find myself overdoing things like when i'm really very interested in somebody you can tell because i'm always overdoing things like you know restaurants going on vacations buying presents like overdoing things and like i had to realize that I need to keep it at like a minimum of where we can both equally do stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because definitely in relationships, that fifty-fifty percent effort goes it has to go both ways. It has to flow both ways. Now, listen, um, I'm not saying the cheap out on your significant other. I'm not saying mm. spoil, spoil your queen, guys. Spoiler, mm. because honestly, there is a million, million motherfuckers in those DMs that will do the same exact yeah. thing. Or honestly won't even do a quarter of what you do, mm. but they'll still get her attention. Mm. So I think like when you really are established, you know, a year or two into some things, you know, it's always nice to overdo some stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's for always sure. nice. Give a little bit more energy, give a little bit more effort. Exactly. So I, this is such a hard topic for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I think maybe because I'm just always like a sixty forty type person. I'm always giving like I'm always giving just a little bit more because I felt like when I my first like when I was like twenty one twenty two I was just giving the bare minimum, but I had these girls so in love with me and I was doing nothing. Hmm. Like I was being myself, everything, but I wasn't physically like doing the things that I do now. Yeah, like you know I'm I'm that guy that like you know you have a long day like I will bring you flowers. You know, if if you've had a long day, you don't want to cook and say you're the one that always cooks, like I'll cook or mm -hmm. I'll take us out to dinner mm -hmm. or we can go get your nails done. Like I'm that person. Like I I don't mind being walked all over <laughs> sometimes. Like <laughs> I'll be very honest with you. You can walk all over me in certain ways. But like when we're alone and you're like genuine with me, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm, I, I've always been that way with chicks. I don't yeah. know why. But the... It has to be mutual. Yeah. If it's not a mutual thing, you just slowly start losing them, I feel, because they're, they don't have to do much to keep you. You're there already. Yeah. And when they don't feel like they have to do much, yeah. there's no investment on their side. Yeah. Like, they're not invested. Yeah. They haven't done all this. They haven't. Mm -hmm. So, like, they can walk away, mm -hmm. and it's like they didn't. They didn't lose anything. Mm -hmm. I definitely can think that I feel like I've been on both ends of this before where I felt like I've overgiven. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel like I started getting too comfortable. So I started maybe not even undergiving, but just not giving, yeah. like you said, 60, 40. Like sometimes after a long period of time, you should be doing a little bit more for your significant other. Of course. So go back into going back to this word, reassuring them like your love is still alive. Like this yeah. passion is still real. So still like 
maybe giving 60, 40, more percent of the time, if your significant other is willing to also do the same thing for you. And again, it, it comes down to like, you know, a, in the end of the day, like it's who, who are you suffering with? Like, mm. who is the person that, you know, even though you fight here and there, you guys still madly in love with each other. Mm. It's the communications on point, the energy, you know, my whole thing is like uh, the energy always has to be there. Like me, like I want you to be able to tell me anything and I want you to look at our relationship as us, not just you, meaning that your problems are my problems. You yeah. know, if we're together and we're a team, like I don't ever want you thinking that you're facing anything alone and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I realized in relationships that it's not that the other person was being selfish. They were just so used to people not taking care of them or not handling their problems with them. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're a loner. You're somebody that's always done things by yourself. Then you have somebody come in a relationship and they're willing to help you out in some type of way, or they're, mm -hmm. they're just there for that extra emotional support mm -hmm. and you're not used to it. So you don't know how to act. Yeah. You don't know, like, you're like, why the fuck is this motherfucker in my business right now? Like, I'm trying to do this shit on my own, mm -hmm. but me it's like if you're not okay i'm not okay and mm -hmm. that type of energy and that type of reassurance that you guys yeah. were there for the long run yeah that's like real like wifey goals right there that's like when your relationship is at its peak mm -hmm. where you're just not and some people and this is another topic some people think that it's like overbearing telling the person you're with what you're doing hmm. some people don't like reporting and like me I'm definitely, like, a reporting person. Yeah, I definitely like, like saying, like, just, especially, like, for me, it's, like, a safety matter. Like, I just like yeah. knowing where my significant other is. Of like, course. I like just knowing, like, you're okay. Like, everything's good. So, um, I'm definitely that, that type of person who likes that. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I, I guess I have to be the same exact way. I'm, I'm that person, like, when I'm getting done work, I'll call you. When I'm getting done work, see how your day is. Mm -hmm. Or, like, when I know you're getting done, I'll call you and... Mm -hmm. Me, I like checking up to see how your day is yeah. because if, you know, I go all day and you've had the worst day and I know nothing about it, yeah. I'm just like, yo, just like, to check in, yeah. I can't even plan, <laughs> I can't plan to surprise you with nothing. I can't do nothing if you mm. don't tell me. Communication. So, communication's everything. And yeah. I don't like being the last person to know shit. Mm. So I had to learn early on. And this is like, everything's a learning process with relationships. You know, you learn from relationships that go bad mm -hmm. not to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And I've learned the hard way and I'm not proud of it, but I didn't know until the communication was there till when somebody actually told me like, yo, the shit that you're used to needs to stop. Mm. Like, I don't know who you were mm. with before this. They might have tolerated this, mm -hmm. but this isn't how I am. And you need to take that in consideration. You shouldn't be with somebody that's trying to change you for them, but for us. It's totally different. If better communication and communication is not what you're used to, and this girl that you're with, the guy that you're with, is trying to make your communication better, they're not being selfish. They're literally trying to make you as a better whole person. better. Yeah. So you can't yeah. look at it in a negative, like, nobody's going to change me. Nobody's going to do this. Mm -hmm. I constantly hate when I'm trying to make a situation better, and somebody will just use it as a quick pawn and just say, you're not going to change me. Nobody can change me, this, that. I'm not trying to change you. I'm just trying to get a better understanding so we don't run into the same issues because mm. we're going in circles now. Mm. Mm. So ah, energy, communication, all, all this, this stuff. Important. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's all important. And, and it's no all matter what kind of situationship you're in, no matter if you're in a relationship, an, an open relationship, an entanglement. <laughs> Entanglements are the worst. Side um. chicks, no. Side dudes, no. <laughs> but again, it, it comes down to me, reassurance that you're okay, yeah. reassurance that we're okay, Yeah. knowing what you're doing, knowing what we're doing. Like yeah. That type of stuff is like when communication's A1. Now those listen. are simple things too. Like if your your partner should be willing if they want it, willing and wanting you to one, you're telling them what you want out of the relationship. Yeah. They should after hearing that loud and clear should be able to bet say, Okay, let's do this then. So I learned this <laughs> from this past relationship. I was just in this really past relationship taught me a lot, everybody. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one that uh ruined me. Mm. Not ruined me. She made me a better person. Mm. But she told me in the first three months of dating me, like, she was overly about me. And I loved it. I was like, holy shit, like, this is crazy because mm -hmm. I'm all about this girl. But I played it cool. Mm. Like, I gave her just enough to know I was interested. And she goes, you're so cool. You're so calm. You're so this. I said, well, I'm only that way because we're not together yet. Mm. I said, to be honest, you haven't disrespected me. You haven't you know, disrespected the relationship. Like when we are something, some of the shit you do is not going to fly because we're now in a relationship and it's not like I'm extremely strict in a relationship, but there are some things I want to know, like, you know, when you're going out like this, that, like when you're in a relationship, we have obligations to go by hmm. when we're just dating each other and it's brand new. I don't have to know where you're at at all times because I'm not your man. Hmm. You know, I, I'm not your man, like, I'm not yeah. anything. So, like, I slowly realized, and she, I don't want to say she pushed the relationship on me, but, like, I just went with the flow. I was like, you know what, I'm not going to rush shit because I really generally like this girl. Everything just is fine, you know, I'm occupied, like, I'm working, I'm this. Like, everything's just running smoothly. Mm -hmm. And we ended up getting in a fight one day, and basically, at the end of the fight, she's like, well, you still have not asked me to be your girlfriend. I'm like... I said, do people still do that shit? I was like, damn. I'm like, you. I said, you really want me to like ask you? Like, I, yeah. I said, I just kind of was assuming like we're already towards that. And I said, as soon as we were calling, I said, I'm all right. I said, yeah. you want my girlfriend? As soon as that day went on, mm -hmm. things got worse. Oh, that's so, not like, what I was expecting. <laughs> no, like it was good. Uh huh. But then I started caring more, hmm. and I started realizing as I cared more, mm -hmm. she cared less. Hmm. So like. I guess you had me now and then you just were like, all right, yeah. cool. Like I'm chilling. Yeah. But in reality, like, all right, we're in a relationship now. Like I have obligations to go by. Like I have things to plan with us, this, that. Yeah. Like, and I guess because we were only talking a few times a week, not like every day, I guess when we started talking every day, like I just slowly started realizing once that title came in there, things just got interesting. Yeah. Different. Yeah. That's you know interesting. I mean? Cause it's like, it kind of goes back. This is obviously two different topics, but that excitement of cheating and now that excitement of like when there's a chase or when there's something or there's not a title on it, yeah. then people are now like, I got you. You yeah, mine. Yeah. I don't yeah. Do exactly. Like I don't that. Do shit. I said that earlier, <laughs> like that comfortability factor, yeah. like, that's why they say. That's why they say everybody don't get too comfortable. Yeah, because your place can be taken at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I'll honestly, that's where I think I messed up. Like, yes, I only wanted to be with this girl. Nobody else was on my mind. I was just chilling. Yeah. There was no pressure. It's like when people get married, and all of a sudden it's like, fuck. Yeah. What did I just do? <laughs> 
and like they think their life's over, but huh. it's really just a title issue. Huh. So I realized early on that I could have just kept it going for another few more months to learn each other more yeah. before we made it official. Yeah. But it's not like anything really changed. Like I, I think I was more hoping that we were going to be more exclusive to the point where like, you know, we were hanging out more, mm-hmm. we were going out places and we did, but like, I guess I was just expecting to have more pictures of me and more shit, like more appreciation. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. And like, and not for nothing, like, it's not that she was a bad person. Like she is a great person. It's just, I could just see like, there was no more pull. Hmm. Like things just started fading and fading. And I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm like, did I fucking kick myself my own ass mm. by making this shit so official? Mm. Because it, again, like, and, and I'm the same. I'm the same way sometimes. Like, I want to wife you up if I know that everybody wants you. Mm. And, like, this time around, like, yeah, like, I'm just going to let this shit happen naturally. I'm yeah. not going to rush anything. Yeah. I'm going to do everything I learned. And I fucking, it backfired. It backfired on me. Because it, in, all, in all honesty, like, women can take offense to this or they can take it as, like, yo, that's a real man. Like, when you have a man that wants to wife you up because... They just see everything they want in a woman. They see how you act. They see that you're good with your family. Mm. You cook, you clean, mm-hmm. you do all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and, he, and even if you don't have all that stuff, like, there is just something in a man's head that when they see something they like, they got to have it. Mm. And if it's in their ability to have it, they're going to take it. And that's just the way it is. And me, I'm that way. Like, when I see that, like, we get along, I see everything's there. We don't bother each other. Like, I can tell you anything and you don't freak out and like that's another thing that i will say is a privilege and people screw this up all the time if your significant other decides to become vulnerable and starts telling you their personal business or like just starts telling you things that nobody knows or like they just start getting really emotional with you take it very seriously and don't shut down their feelings because once you shut down their feelings they do not want to get shut down again. So Mm, they're going to start keeping things from you and their emotions are going to bottle up on the inside and the shit's going to just explode. Mm. And then it's going to backfire on you. And then from that point on, you're just going to be like, I should have taken this more serious in the beginning because we all have obligations, you know, in relationships. Your obligation is even though you don't want to deal with the emotional side of things, females are emotional. Even guys are emotional. Mm-hmm. But you got to take it very seriously because if it's not taken seriously, your partner now, will want to open up again and that, have that communication. So that happened with me. Yeah. Uh, the same girl opened up to me. It's not that I didn't take it serious, I didn't ask too many questions. I think she wanted me to like talk more about Seem it. more interested, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So, it. like, me, I guess it was things about her past and like, I I basically said, I was like, listen, I don't really need to know everything about your past. Mm -hmm. Things that you think I should know, for sure. Yeah. I said, but who you're with, this, that, I don't need to know it. I said, honestly, I'm about you, so, like, thinking about you being on anybody else is just going to get me upset. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to be crazy about it, but I don't think it's really necessary. As long as you have no ties to that person anymore, Mm -hmm. I said, we're good. And I was wrong because there could have been, and I say this all the time, and this is a problem I have in relationships, too, where... I mention exes way too much, but I've been through stuff. And when I see it repeated in front of me, I bring it up right then and there and just hit that shit right in the ass and just like, yo, this isn't happening. This is what happened in my past relationship. And some people get offended like, oh, you're talking about your ex. I'm like, 
I'm not your ex. You're I not said talking no. About that. You're talking about the quality, like what they showed you, their um, action. I said my last biggest mistake was this communication. Yeah. I said, well, we're not communicating. I said, you got to like think about it. Like when you start seeing red flags pop up and things start to reunite the yeah. same way, you need to handle it differently because if you don't handle it differently, it's just going to yeah. end up the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely, I can definitely. You expect a different yeah. situation. You know, if that relationship didn't work out, mm-hmm. And the same thing's happening in this new relationship, you might be the problem. I had to realize that a long time ago that some of the same things that are happening to me is because I was a problem mm. because how I was handling things, I was letting things go, or I just, I didn't think they were that big of a deal. Mm. And then it slowly backfired on me. Yep. And then I started realizing, I was like, all right, so I'm the issue, not them, because they don't know that I've been through this because I haven't opened up to tell them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely. You need yeah. to open up. Communication. Communication. That is the word of the day. Like Communication with yes. a capital C. C. That's the only C word that we're allowed to say here. Okay, everybody? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me see if we have any more questions. I had a bunch of them I didn't type up because everybody kept writing me at once. Oh, <laughs> uh, the next <laughs> next question. Why is communication so important? Question mark. Well, we just went over that. All of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> uh, communication is key so and on the, another question that has nothing to do with anything okay are you getting vaccinated me no i'm not getting vaccinated not either getting vaccinated. we're both not vaccinated Mm-mm. and we're this close to each other <laughs> no mask on either oh no, no. Mask. oh my god I, you know the future song Mask Off. The other day I was just like listening to it and I was like, someone could have done something with this. Like, holy shit. Yeah. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, someone could have done was, something with that. What was the next? Hmm. So, somebody wrote to me saying, uh, basically, you know, what do you do if you're dating someone that you see potential in? And I think I stopped them before they finished talking. I said, if you're, st- if you're dating somebody that has potential, I said, you need to start seeing things for face value and you need to get the fuck out of that situation. Now, why I'm this way is that I hate hearing in relationships. Like I've talked to girls and I've tried taking them on dates and they'll be like, no, like I'm kind of seeing somebody. And I was like, oh, I hope it all works out. And they, for some reason they talk to me about shit and I'm like, all right, so this must not be working out because you're venting to me like I'm your therapist, but continue talking. Mm-hmm. And I always hear the same shit. It's, well, he has potential. Mm. Mm. There's, there's a lot of potential out there. Are you going to wait for that potential? Again. And Are you going to go through that struggle yourself mm. to make them be that potential? Because then at that point, you're exerting all of your energy of course. to make them a person, yes, that they could potentially be. But right now in this moment, they're not that potential person. So why would you exert your own effort to make them someone else? Especially if they're not willing to do it in that moment. So in simple terms from what I responded to this person, because it seemed like they needed help, Mm. I said, start looking at things at face value because you're going to get yourself hurt. And if I would have seen things at face value, and that's always been my thing. I was always like, yo, this will get better. Yo, this, that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like you... You can hope that somebody will understand you, mm-hmm. but you can never change somebody that's yeah. truly not wanting to change. Like, yeah. And I had to realize that like, there were some girls I dealt with that had no responsibilities. They lived the party life, and they weren't connected to anybody. Mm-hmm. So like, as much as I would get mad at this, and I would get so frustrated because I'm like, 
what is it about me? Like, why, why is it, do, am I not a man? Like, am I somebody that you could not take home to your family? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't wife me up? Like, I started looking at myself as like, what's wrong with me? And I started realizing like their environment. Like, I, the one girl that I was talking to had a trust fund. She didn't have to work. Mm -hmm. She just partied all the time. And, like, I didn't want to party all the time because I had a full-time job. And, like, mm. I had other things I wanted to do in my life. Yeah. So it got down to it. I'm like, I'm in the way. That's all it really is. Like, I see potential in this person, maybe. But I'm really in their way because they don't have to wake up at a certain time every day. Mm. They don't have to listen to anybody. Mm -hmm. Their car is paid off. They have a place to live. They have a trust fund. They have multiple people always inviting them out to do stuff. Like, I'm really in the way. Like, I'm really just a person they want to see from time to time. They don't want a relationship with. Mm. They'll tell you that they might want something with you later on. Like, but later again, on, keyword. It, it comes it comes down to, like, okay, so you're saying I have potential. Yeah. And that's what people want to hear. Like, so we have potential to be something. And, like, you're giving someone false hope. Mm. That's all it really is. Like, and I've been told, you know, before I became serious with somebody, like, I see potential in us being something great. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like we've been dating like a few months. <laughs> like, are we together or are we not? Uh -huh. So the potential thing is a very big thing with me because that potential you're taking a chance on. It's, yeah. it's like hitting the lottery sometimes yeah. with some people. So yeah. I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> uh, I think that is all the questions I had. What else do you want to touch up on when it comes to interracial dating? Hmm. How much experience do you have in it, Jordan? Because I didn't really ask for a resume I from you. I didn't ask that. Um, I, say. Honestly, I don't even know if I'm talking to somebody that could possibly hurt me if I did date you. <laughs> Jesus. Aries, Aries. You oh, never know. No. You never know with an Aries. Wait, let's oh. look it up. Do Libra and Aries get along? Probably not. Aries? Ex Libra. It's probably like, no, you guys get along with nothing. <laughs> so when's your birthday again? October 16th. Oh, that's like one day after my brother. So maybe oh my we'll God. get along. Wow. You're compatible with me. Aries and Libra. Oh my God. That's crazy. It says we're more caring though. Huh. Sorry. You guys are like the goddess of war. Yeah. Just a, just a little that's bit. Okay. Just a little bit. So um, interracial dating me. I've actually, I think only been with one white guy. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One. And that was, that was interesting. Cause uh, this was a long, 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 long time ago. I was not Goldilocks. Wow. I was a different person back then. Wow. And I honestly had just gotten out of a relationship. So you went to the, the uh -huh. comfortable white boy that wouldn't I hurt did. you. I did. And I ended up hurting him, and I was such an asshole then. But <sighs> yeah, I'm we Goldilocks get now. I'm a different person. So do you think because you weren't fully healed, you projected that oh, onto for him? Sure. For sure, for sure. Mm. I can openly, honestly say that. I was not in the best mental space at that time. I was hurting. I had just gotten uh, cheated on, actually. So I was like... Mm. Hey, free for all right now. Um, so yeah, that I did some damage right there. Not gonna lie, me and my Aries way of war. Just wow, 
Jesus. Uh, I was sitting next to someone the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) About Uh, an hour long. (laughs) Anyway, um, well, that's such a shame. I don't know why somebody would ever cheat on you, but at the same time, guys aren't that smart. Be like that sometimes. It'd really be like that sometimes. Boss up. So I don't think we have enough time to discuss my cheating experience. Where I was accused of cheating, Mm -hmm. and I actually didn't cheat, and I wish I did. Wait, so is this different than the girl breaking in here? And Yeah, we definitely have to talk. The most recent girl. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Bro. How'd that go? I don't we, think yeah, we're no, going to we the next, the next segment yeah. because it, literally I can go on for a half hour about <laughs> yeah, this. It's like so crazy. <laughs> I think somebody wrote on here in one of the DMs, they asked me to open up the package I sent my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I sent my ex-girlfriend. I did, see something. I, did you post that? I did. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> somebody asked me to open it up and show what I was going to give to her. Uh-huh. So... In the next segment, I will go get it, and I will show you guys what I was going to give to her. I'm excited. She actually sent it back to me and didn't open it at all, which was pretty fucking crazy. Didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. Didn't didn't acknowledge it. Wow. Um, Yeah. I I, I go above and beyond for people. I don't know why. But we'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned for this. This is going to be crazy. (laughs) Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So this is, I don't even know what segment this is, probably like segment four or five. (laughs) So per request, um, obviously I put up a package a couple months ago, and it was a package I sent to an ex-girlfriend of mine. She sent it back. She didn't even open it. So my viewers said, I want to see what's in the package that you never opened, that you refused to open. Jordan said that she is willing to accept. Willing to accept the challenge. (laughs) Here we go. This is the package. It's not open. Unopened. I seen it firsthand. Oh god, these are like, like my hands could like fit in these scissors. That's how small. Meat scissors. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, here we go. oh god. I like don't want to rip anything. Yeah, you'll be alright. Try the to pull it. This is the most awkward way of yeah. Here we, okay, here we go. So, if you guys ever wanted an idea of how pathetic I am, I'm in love. Here you go. <laughs> I like. Uh, would you wait? Uh, wait open them. Okay. Oh, open like them all the way. Okay. Yeah. Here open them. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I like, didn't know what I can. You don't have. You know. to, yeah. Don't read a lot of it, <laughs> but like, just look at it. <laughs> but yeah, I made cards and I literally put things on the back. Oh, and then pictures. I know pictures. Aww, oh God. That's cute. I'm Isn't that fucking. Cute I'm so awful. <laughs> so like, if you were, go to the front. Mm-hmm. This little thing right here goes to a video I made that was like for our anniversary or some shit. Mm-hmm. She never opened it to know, but then it went back to this where it's a key to a lock where we locked ourselves both got a key. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awful. I fucking hate being in love. I do all this fucking dumb shit. <laughs> our first text messages. Wow. Yeah, like all the best text messages we've ever had, picture of each other. Ah, you know, the stupid shit. There's other stuff in there, Jordan. You can open it. It's like, you went all out for this girl. Uh, Woman. Eh. Damn. Damn. Ba-bam-bam. Bam-bam. 
here we go. What is this? It's mean? a magnet. <laughs> it was just a magnet from vacation. Okay. Didn't but know if it was like in a I'm special. really glad I got this back because yeah. my, my rent's due. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everything happens at the right time sometimes. Damn, bro. I gave her a thousand bucks. Don't ever go. Don't ever be in love, everybody. Don't, <sighs> ugh, don't do it. Love kills. Love hurts. Ugh. But love can be good. It can with the right person <laughs> mm-hmm. that serves you pineapples. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to get rid of this forever. This has been great. So there you have it, everybody. There was like pictures with little fucking shit on the back. Preaching my love and shit. Uh, went to no good use. I'll leave her Instagram down below of my ex if you guys want to hit her up. Oh, wow. Bold. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you want... Yeah. Give it all. I should reship it again. No, I should try again. <laughs> try one more time. Reship it without the money. Ah, so, Jordan, what else do you want to talk about? Because I feel like our conversations are so lit now. I know. I don't. I, I, I'm I don't also. Know. I just ate a shit ton of pineapple. And yeah, that pineapple. It made me really happy. <laughs> yeah, the pineapple made you happy. Yeah. <laughs> that was some. That was some good conversation. So, what are your goals for 2021? Besides avoiding me in the gym, avoid. I, I when 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 do you work out there? Uh, well, she doesn't I, even know. What, she doesn't what, even know when I'm there. She when are you there? When are you there? <laughs> I'm there all all the time. You're there like at eleven, yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah, I usually go either like. Either, I know. I, yeah. I look at you. Yeah, either, I see you there. Either in the morning she or. She walks there at night. by me. Has no idea. I'm there. I once I put the headphones in, I'm just like. Straight line. I used focus. to use that line on people I, I did. I wanted to avoid. No, no, no. Well, sometimes I may pull it out like that, but no, no, I promise. I usually put my headphones like, in yeah. and then I'm just I'm headphones focused. on, world Head- off. Period. <laughs> Once those headphones go on, they're fuckboy proof. I can't yeah. see no fuckboys. Nothing, nothing. Um, goals for 2021 definitely just to grow Goldilocks Radio. That's the that's the podcast I'm doing right feel, now. Feel like you could do it. Yeah, I, I know. Feel I like know. we're making yeah. moves towards that. I hope so. That's that's what's that's the plan right now. So, in case you guys don't know, I am teaching her how to use this, so that she's able to do this when she does have special guests. Yeah, and you will be seeing a lot more of her on here, because I will be doing more podcasts. There's a studio in the city that I actually want to do a podcast at, okay. and um, it's going to be with. I have four microphones, so. Mm-hmm. It's going to be four different individuals, but probably two other black females that can give me advice on dating. I don't know. Shed some light. Shed some light, you know, some realness. Yeah, for sure. Because honestly, I didn't say this in the beginning. The title of my podcast, which everybody should know, is Late Night Thoughts. Mm. Because these are thoughts I think about at nighttime. It is what it is. Late night thoughts, we all have them, and I feel like they should be discussed. Mm. You mm. see how the gap got a little closer <laughs> after each segment? What? <laughs> you see? <laughs> she got a little bit closer. Actually, she. The funny thing is, she's behind that picture. You're at, can you move to the side just a little bit so like, I can like see the giraffe? Right, right here? No, the right other way. The other way? Okay. Look, it's a giraffe blowing bubbles. <laughs> it's my famous picture. I did look at that picture. That's a, that's a pretty nice picture. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's symbolic that giraffes just want to have fun. 
they so, just want to have fun. Yeah, they had a rhinoceros, but he looked really angry, so oh. I didn't want to get him. Yeah, I would feel that's a little aggressive. He I was blowing do. bubbles, but like it just it came out uh-uh, wrong. Uh-huh. No, no I'd bubbles for him. Definitely go for the giraffe. So, Jordan, you seem like a very spiritual person. Yeah. I feel like when I first met you, without you saying any words, mm-hmm. I feel like I just felt a lot of spiritual energy coming off of you. Mm. So, do you believe? Are you a very big person on energy, spiritual yes. energy, yeah. etc.? Yeah. And I think I said this word so many times throughout just us talking. Energy, energy is so crucial to me. And um, I just started realizing over 2020, especially with just everything with Corona, that's really when I started taking off in the spiritual journey. Of you course. have the own, your own power to just change your whole world. Just you as an individual have the power to change your entire world. And that just excites me, just knowing that I have the power inside of me without anybody else to do everything that I want to accomplish. Um, so spirituality is definitely just a huge thing for me. And I've never, I believe there's a God. I believe there's a God somewhere. I believe that there's something bigger made this whole thing that we're in right now. There's no way around that. Um, I just definitely think there's so much more that we have yet to really uncover. Wow. And for those of you that do know me, it's kind of funny hearing her talk about energy because my number one thing that I always go off of is energy. Yeah. I always talk about I want good energy, good vibes, because I do believe that surrounding yourself around people that just have good intentions, good energy, and just Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like almost how they tell you to surround yourself with successful people because you will be successful. I believe that to a certain extent. Yes, you can be successful, but you can also be successful surrounding yourself around, you know, good energy and good individuals that intend to do good. Mm. You don't always have to be around people that are already successful, Mm. people that are on their way to having that mentality of becoming successful, that are always positive, that are always taking no for an answer, that are just always moving. And, you know, over the months, um, I suffer from depression here and there, and I believe that, you know, sometimes your energy is up and down. It's, and I think that comes with seasonal depression. I think it comes with the weather. It comes with everything. And um, you need, during your darkest times, especially when it comes to times like that, you need to be around people that have good energy. Mm-hmm. When you're around people that, and I've noticed this, and I, I really never noticed this until I had a friend that was very spiritual, and she enlightened me on a lot of different stuff. She told me, she goes, if you're around someone that constantly talks bad about other people, mm-hmm. when you walk away, do you think they're talking about you? Mm. If every time, and I started realizing that I, I was around certain people, that every time I would say something good about myself or something good that's happened throughout my day, they would bring it right down and say, well, I did this, I did that. Like, it, it wasn't a competition. I'm like, I want to hear about people's days. I want to hear about people's successes. I want to hear about how good you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that type of person that's a hater. Yes, you know, people have better opportunities than me, but that's that's just the way their cards are played. Mm. My cards are just played a totally different way. I move differently than everybody else. So your moves might have happened earlier than mine, and that's fine. But I can't be around certain people that are the one-uppers, the people that, you know, I benched 400 pounds. Well, I benched 500 pounds. I I don't care. This is my accomplishment, not yours. Yeah. And just being around the right, the right right people, the right energy to uplift you and uplift what you have going on and not feeling like you're always in a constant competition with them because that person really won't have your best interest 
at heart if they're just that if they just if they just have those selfish motives yeah all the time and you have to understand that those people need you mm. because that you make them feel great mm-hmm. because your energy. they need yeah. your energy yeah but they also need somebody to talk shit to like yeah. they need somebody to say this this and that like I, I just remember having great ideas and talking about great things that happened and had, being around somebody in the gym that was just like yeah but you do the, you do this like it's always just like giving like the negative outcomes of things that could happen mm. you know what i mean i don't like that mm. and i've noticed certain people that are just so high up on their energy they they want to go out and do this do that and like well it's going to rain this weekend well it's going to snow it's going to this going to that like it, there's just so many people that don't have that positive mentality that just fuck up everything and 2020 i started cutting a lot of people off that weren't benefiting me yeah and it's a lot of people get offended when you say like oh they weren't benefiting you benefiting me meaning and it has nothing to do financially it just has to do with your energy like Mm. if you don't have good intentions for me Mm -hmm. and if you don't have those good vibes that i need i i see no purpose for you being around me if you aren't if you are not with me during like my worst times you're not going to be with me during my best times Mm -hmm. like i just i'm not that person Mm -hmm. i like to keep my circle very small and again uh, my ideal is like I like having a small circle I want to have you know the girl I'm with that I love that's my fucking everything my queen fucking everything I want to have great times but I also and I've never been that guy to to like choose my significant other over my friends like I've always balanced time between my friends my girlfriend whoever I'm with at the time like I'm never that person because the people that are in my circle I, I like being around them yeah. you know I like being around the people that want to see me doing good the people every time i see them they're like yo dude like you're killing it on instagram you're doing this you're doing that and like yeah that type of shit right there it can make your fucked up day just mm-hmm. right up to the top and you could be just worried about so much stuff going on mm-hmm. and i remember reflecting on you know my photography business where like i'd have these down weeks where like sometimes i was only working once a week mm-hmm. and um literally just keeping that positive mentality like I remember like I was self-doubting myself in certain areas and then literally later on that week I had over 10 different clients Yeah. and then it slowly picked up, went down yeah. and you need to have that positive mindset because For that's sure. all it is. Your mind is such a powerful, powerful. I was just talking about that earlier this morning on like my Instagram post manifesting you, whatever you say, whatever you think that's going to come to be, because that's what you're projecting out into the universe. Yeah. If you're constantly saying, oh, this isn't going to work. This is bad. This is negative. That's what you're going to receive. But if you twist those thoughts in your mind and you're saying, oh, no, I can make this work or no, I can make this a little bit better. I can make this work out. I can be with a better group of people than I'm with now. Then that's what you're going to see play in your life. Yeah. So in yourself, you're, you are a powerful being. Ourselves, the only thing that stops us from what we want to do is our own selves. Yeah. The false evidence appearing real, which what you guys know is fear. Yeah. Fear does not exist. Fear is not financial problems. Fear is not an actual person. It's, it's the things within your mind mm. that stop you. And that self-doubt, it, it, can, it can literally, it's all about perception. You can literally let it define you. I mean, you can let it ruin you. You can let it create you. Which one do you want? Mm. Do you want to have, you've learned from this experience, you can let it define you and you can let that ruin your entire life. Or 
you can let that create you into that new foundation where you have just been broken down and then you were brought right back up to the top and you're stronger than ever you were before because you know what it's like on the bottom. Yeah. That foundation is strong now. You know what you're up against. You know what you've been through. Now learn from it and just keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. That's the stuff that I strongly believe in. I've been pushed down many of times. I've had, I've had, <laughs> I literally looked at myself and said, is this rock bottom yet? Mm. I've hit rock bottom so many times. And I always quote J.K. Rowling. J.K., if, if anybody knows, I'm a very big Harry Potter fan. Mm. My grandmother's from England. She loved Harry Potter. She used to take me out of school to go to all the openings for Harry Potter. Read all the books, all that shit. Love it. Now, J.K. Rowling is as you know she wrote harry potter on yeah. little napkins at a tea shop yeah. broke as shit yeah now she is the most famous person in yes. the world richest person whatever yeah. now she said that she loved rock bottom because it made a clear foundation for the rest of her life yeah. meaning that no matter what she had to be rock bottom to yeah. know what she had to know what she can lose yeah. and at that point she had nothing else to lose so she went for it and just started writing Harry Potter on napkins. She made something come alive within her head. She manifested it for years. And then finally, that positive energy brought around the right people, yeah. found it, and then made it into what it is yeah. today. Yeah. And don't get discouraged in this process. Like you said, she did that for years. She became one of the most best-selling author after years. It, did, yes. it was not not an overnight thing. So taking yes. your time... Even when you have those rock bottom moments, knowing, okay, I'm here right now. I can only go up here. Yeah. And again, um, I love social media, everybody, but I fucking hate it at the same time. Because um, Elon Musk had such a great point. He, he basically said when he had a podcast with Joe Rogan, he goes, I want to buy Instagram just to get rid of it. And he goes, why? He goes... Because it's such a false reality of what people look at as you in real life. He said there's so many people out there saying they're making moves, and they're not. There's so many people that are flexing money that they don't have. And he said there's so many people that look like they're happy, and they're not. Mm. He said, you know, again, Instagram is showing you on your best days where you look better with the lighting of the picture. You know, your, your face is clear. Like, you're not seeing them in their off days. So the people that are having their off days, they look at you. They look at your perfect skin on Instagram. They look at the lighting. They look at you posing, flexing, doing all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you're seeing the highlights of the best times of their life. And you look at yourself and like, I don't look like this. I don't have this. And it it automatically brings you down to this small level. And after I heard that, I was just thinking in my head is like, you really need to take social media and bring it down here and treat it that way because everything that's happening on there isn't true. You mm -hmm. got to understand that it's going to make you, it's going to make you kind of set back a little bit and make you kind of self doubt yourself. And I started looking at other photographers that had, better opportunities than me, better videographers. I started seeing models that are making moves. And yeah. honestly, I could, I had to change my mindset. I'm like, I'm not going to be mad at that. I'm going to be happy for them. Mm -hmm. They're making moves. That's fine. If they're, if they are physically happy in their own mind, mm -hmm. if they're living their best life and doing what they want to do, mm -hmm. they found their true purpose in life. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That is, that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I say the same thing with love. Okay. 
I, if a lot of these Instagram models that are, or the Instagram couples and stuff, you really do think they're living that best relationship and you never see them on their off days, mm -hmm. you guys. And uh, again, regular people, other females look at these relationships and they go, why can't my relationship be like this? And they start to have that negative attitude and they start applying that to the relationship and then the relationship starts going downhill. And they wonder why is because you're putting a false reality onto the real reality of your relationship. Mm. And you have to take that for what it is. Take it at face value. It looks good on paper, but is it really good in real life? You have no idea. Everybody thought Kim and Kanye was great. Now they're getting a divorce. We all knew it was semi-coming, for yeah, sure. for sure. But at the same time, it's like, they look like they were the perfect family, yeah. and then that's great. But yeah. in all reality, we know that they weren't now. Facades. Everybody, perception is reality. Yeah. We have really good energy right here. This is great. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what one. else do I want to brag about before we get off here? Hmm. Well, my 2021 goals mm -hmm. are to travel as much as I can. Yes. <sighs> Reason why I went to Dominican Republic a couple weeks ago is because that was my first travel of the year. I've never left the country, and I finally did it. So wow, I was extremely happy about it. Uh -huh. I got to experience different culture. Um, fell in love with the island. It was amazing. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, and I just wanted to be on the beach. But I want to travel as much as I can. I want to enhance this podcast as much as I can. Mm -hmm. This podcast isn't really for fame, everybody. This podcast is to bring people together. I'm not looking for the entire world to watch my podcast. I'm looking for the certain people that can relate to me, relate to Jordan. I, I want to bring a small community of people together. And I, I want to hear from you guys. I, I strongly, I want to become more in tune with the people that are in tune with me, the people that follow me. I want to know more about you, but I also want to know what you guys want to hear from me. Mm. I, I want to hear, you know, your scenarios. You guys have scenarios. I'll bring it up once a week, once a month on my podcast. I'll give you guys shout outs. I'll do whatever I really can. I just want to be more in tune with the people that really give back to me. Mm. And starting like the beginning of 2021, I actually unfollowed like I think 2,300 people on Instagram. I think I only have like 1,400 now. I don't even know. But there was a reason behind that. And I tell people this all the time. And people, I have 1,600 now. I had 14, now I'm at 16. So like I had so many people I was following. And I finally was like, why, do, why am I liking these pictures? This person mm. doesn't follow me. They don't support me. They don't anything. Mm. And your feed is all based off the people you follow. It's not based off of the people that like your stuff. So I wanted to start liking and commenting on your guys' stuff because you guys do it to me and I want to return the favor. And it's not that I don't want to. It's when I have so many people in front of me that are fake people that I'm insta-faming over and stuff like that, it's really taking me away from you guys. And me, I want to be more in tune with everybody, their experiences, their everything, because that's, this is what it's all about. In my opinion, this is what it's all about, everybody. So I unfollowed a lot of people that weren't following me back or people that were ghost followers that weren't liking or commenting. And now I feel like I'm talking to more of you now. Now I'm getting more responses because now I like all the pictures. I like everything. And you guys are actually seeing me as I'm seeing you. So that was another thing. Be more in tune with everybody. And I want to be more in tune with myself. Um, I think I worry so much about being, finding that right person. I think I just need to stop looking and just 
wait for the right person to come to me that has the same energy as me, the same intentions, and takes me for who I am. That's another thing. I feel like I'm always a hopeless romantic where I'm just searching for that right person that wants to, you know, travel the world with me, take pictures, go to the gym, you know, eat fucking fattening food with me, which is like the favorite thing to do. Netflix and chill. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. Um, but like me, I, I want to focus really on myself and just wait for somebody to come around that really sees the values that I have. Mm. Obviously, people on Tinder don't see that. So no more Tinder. No more Bumble. Let's start with that. No. Let's start with that. No more of that stuff. <laughs> um, and then also I want my health to be A1. As you guys know, before uh, July, I was in an accident at work where I hit my head. I had a severe brain bleed, which has been causing me to have seizures left and right. I've been on and off medications, and I'm finally slowly starting to get better. It's not fully healed, but my whole goal was to get better so I can get back to work serving the community and doing all the stuff I do in uniform. Jordan said she likes me in uniform. It's hilarious. Love it. Love she hasn't seen me yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just want to be healthy. I want to keep the people close to me in a very small circle. Mm. And I just want to start making moves on my own, and I want to do it very quietly. Yeah. I don't want anybody knowing my next move except for Jordan. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, this has been a great segment. Make sure that you follow Jordan. Slaughter Fitness, Fitness, two S's. It'll be right down below, everybody. (laughs) Make sure that you actually go to her page. Her podcasts are lit. Make sure you listen to them. Make sure you comment on her stuff. Like at least. So this is rule of thumb. Rule of thumb, guys. (laughs) If you are really interested in Jordan, you always got like three pictures back to back within under a minute. Uh If you're really trying to wife it up, it's five pictures. (laughs) I know. So (laughs) like, comment, subscribe, do whatever Uh you got to do. Um, we might do a workout vlog together. We don't know yet. We got to say, I don't know. Watch out for it. (laughs) Gotta watch out. It'll all be announced because I tell everybody everything. (laughs) So, um, make sure you guys subscribe or on Anchor. Do you subscribe to stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the links will be down below for like if you guys want to listen on Spotify, Anchor, anything. iTunes, all that. Or it'll be her podcast, my podcast. You guys can click it down below. Um, this will obviously be an Insta story. But the main thing I want you guys to have here is, like, don't be afraid to talk about your scenarios. You can always, and like I said, you can direct them at me. You can direct them at whoever it may concern. You can direct Mm -hmm. them to Jordan. I want to hear from both sides of everything. It doesn't matter how intense it is. Make sure you comment. Make sure you drop your stories down below. Anything you want to talk about, politic, no, not politic-wise, relationship-wise. Yeah, we don't do politics. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's the one thing I don't. <laughs> no politics. But like I said, anything you guys want us to talk about, just let us know. Communication and is key. Communication is key. <laughs> um, and also, obviously, Jordan kills it in the gym. I'm not that much in the gym anymore. But ladies, if you have anything to ask gym-wise, gotcha. you can either DM her or yes. you can DM her with questions that you want to mention mm-hmm. in the podcast, and she will answer them yes. either on mine or on hers. Yes. Okay. You guys are very important to us. So please make sure you guys subscribe. Go do it. Like, comment, stalk. I don't care. All of it. All right, everybody. We're out of here. See ya.